0: Bridging Lives. 2014 Incidentally, I've retrieved from my archives the following writing of about 18 years ago, 1996. Trials of life in the past decades flashed back. Now, on reflection, our faith in Jesus Christ can only be a blessing, which we cherish, is the sovereign grace of our Lord, that He selected both my wife and me to be the children of God. I wish to share our story with you and hope you'll also receive the grace from the Omnipotent God. Note, this immigration story has never been published until now. I recalled 18 years ago, one Christmas evening, we, a family of 3, leaving behind relatives, friends and my established career and the homeland of Hong Kong landed at the Toronto International Airport. We arrived at a country completely new to us. I only learned about Toronto in my school days some 40 years back, but nothing like that which we were going to experience later. We had a very warm welcome at the immigration counter. The friendly atmosphere greatly encouraged and assured us to face new challenges, new lives, new neighbors, new friends, new work, and so no. Three months elapsed. I considered myself fortunate to have found an appraisal job in a firm, which offered me an initial annual salary of $16,000. Though the remuneration was much less than I used to earn, the position gave me ample opportunities to learn and see the country as I was required to travel around to carry out valuation assignments, quite often out of town. While I was away from home, My wife had to be left by herself at home most of the time. Our son, then, was about 12, had become independent and adaptable easily to his school life. His detachment from home was felt all the more. A few months afterwards, I got a better paid job in one of the leading banks as a lease negotiator. You may think at this point that everything turned out fine for us. But something was unnoticeably wrong. Phobia as a result of loneliness deeply affected my wife before even we had realized to what extent our family was poignantly disturbed the doctor's advice seemed to become useless. The more medications prescribed for her the further deterioration was her health. We were completely desolate, not knowing what to do next. As a result, we migrated back and lived in the same district where we left the clock was put back. Over a long period of 10 tedious years and have been to many doctors, my wife gradually recovered her health. We started to revisit Canada every year for a few consecutive years. We wanted to try out again whether we could adapt to the Canadian way of life. We concluded that Toronto was too cold and it might bring back unhappy memories. Vancouver is like Hong Kong in its geographical settings and the weather is a mile. In the end, we chose to live in a high-rise in Metro Town. We so accustomed to high-density living that we favor easy access to shopping, restaurants and other facilities. Convenience complementing with accessibility is the prime consideration as we're aging. Soon I got a job that fitted in with my working experience and professional qualifications. We bought an apartment, a car, and all the necessary things. However, we were not living at all happy socially. My wife flew back to Hong Kong twice in the first year, and we thought we had made the same mistake when we returned to Canada again. While she was staying in Hong Kong she phoned me complaining that she didn't seem to feel like or fit into the hustle and bustle of Hong Kong any more than that of the quietness of Vancouver. We discussed at length balancing all pros and cons as to whether or not we should be residing in Canada. Finally, We concluded reluctantly that she ought to come back to Vancouver. Then we agreed that I had better quit my job to allow more time to help my wife to establish herself here. I was thinking of introducing her to a social group and, perhaps to some volunteer works merely to get her busy. Then I learned about the SUCCESS at Coquitlam. We joined the senior group there. She made new friends, became very active in their weekly meetings, volunteered works, and paid visits to an old-aged home monthly and helped the senior bingo games and Christmas parties and so on. Having participated in volunteer works and community group activities, we began to live a more meaningful and happy life. But there seemed something still missing deep in our hearts. We knew not what. Why there is no joy in us? We pondered. At about the same time, my wife chanced to encounter a senior Christian lady in the medical clinic, were both of them visiting she right away introduced my wife to the pastor in a local church in Chinatown in the following week i accompanied my wife at sunday worship and bible class in the grace of god we believed in the christian faith and were baptized in 1993 we've been living a new life ever since life has become meaningful and purpose driven we abide by jesus christ we participate in church worship and fellowship meetings we pray for god's guidance we learn to care and love, and proclaim the Gospel to others, God permitting. O Lord Almighty, blessed is the man who trusts in You, Psalm eighty four twelve. We always give thanks to God for our salvation and guidance of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Should you read about this story, I hope you will believe early into the God we trust for His guidance and providence. Cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you, 1 Peter 5 7. Greater than but when the kindness and love of God our Saviour appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewed by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior. Titus 3 4-7 God's grace is adequate for every situation. Let's pray, Heavenly Father, have mercy on us, especially those who do not know You or have not believed in You. But I know Lord, You love us all the same. Give us the grace to repent with contrite hearts and to be saved by the blood of Jesus Christ at the cross. In Jesus' name, Amen.